Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm not going to say good night because you're not going to bed. What's going on? I have not done a podcast even though I wanted to. I am on, I think, day 10 or 11 straight working. Oh, my gosh. We all got jobs. We all know how it can be busy, but this time of year is a nightmare. I worked Friday, and that's my fault. I'm signing up for it because it's all overtime, and seventh day you get double time. And So I worked Friday night, which is Veterans Day. 4 to midnight, uh, got off at 2 a.m., worked Saturday morning, and did not get off Saturday till I think, 9. So that was like a good 12, 13. It's, it's just been crazy. So, you know, there was so many good matchups last week I wanted to talk about. I knew going into the week early, like Tuesday, I think the last podcast, I was like, oh, we'll get to it. Before I knew it, we had Thursday Night Football. And I was just dreading because I knew I had to work Friday, which was the holiday, Saturday, Sunday, still working now. Today, though, at least I got off before six. I was able to get basic things around the house done. So I'm able to start my podcast before 1030. I cannot believe it. So I'm able to get to it. I don't know if I'm the only one. I I can't even look at the waivers right now as I go to it. Okay, hold on. I got my kids yelling. All right, I had to lay down the law. They started arguing or something, fighting about some friend who called. So, as I was saying, I for me, every time I look right now, it's been doing this for, I want to say, half the day for me. All it says is, like, there's no trending up, no trending down in every league I go to. There's things available you can look and try to put in for the waiver wire, but I'm unable to see who's trending. So, it's weird. I even updated the app and everything. So let's get to the weekly recap. What game do we start with first? Uh, we'll start with Mario. We'll cover that real quick. Mario picks up. At one point, it looked like Mario might lose this. I remember Elijah was looking good. He was probably 65 70%. Looked like he was going to win it. Mario made a gigantic, gigantic comeback. Derek Carr, good game. Not as good as Josh Allen. Derek Henry, if you just told me Carr, Allen, and Henry... Those three would have combined for those points. I would have said he would have lost. Cole Komet, great game. Tony Pollard. Let me get back to Pollard. The Titans' defense really helped. 33 points. That was gigantic. Cole Komet and Chris Godwin, very solid games. Komet, 23. Godwin, 19. But Tony Pollard, he does it again, dude. This is what I'm saying. It's not. I love Zeke. I love Zeke, but I do think it's time. He could still play. But to me, at this point, Zeke is, is would be the backup. Pollard needs to get like Austin Eckler, and then Zeke can come in and get his carries. You're paying him either way, so you want to use him. Maybe you rest him. Again, you know, make him till he's fully healthy, and you can have a, you know, split it 60-40 for Pollard. When the last three years, when you watch Pollard take a handoff, he looks like he bursts through that hole like he got shot out of a gun. When you watch Zeke, it looks like he's looking for a hole, and he's got sandbags tied around his thighs. So there's a huge difference just watching the Cowboys and watching the offense play. And ever since, it was two years ago, I've already talked about it in their podcast, when Pollard had his own shot against the Niners, he looked outstanding. No, he cannot go out there and get probably 25 carries a game. He could do it for a game. You can always just slap any running back with that usually good Dallas offensive line who can be adequate enough to relieve Pollard a few plays. But for the most part, the offense should flow around Pollard as he had 28 points. See, all I could see is the points. I can't see anything on their stats. So something is up with the sleeper site. Let me see. 115 yards and a touchdown, three catches. 
what a great game. And Green Bay's defense is not bad. Their run defense is not bad. So Pollard, again, one of the reasons he won. Outstanding performance. Some of these guys this year, we've seen it with Ramondi Stevenson, who I had, who had to share. Once Harris went down, Zeke goes down. Rashad Penny goes down. You see these guys step up when the other guys go down. Not that the other guys couldn't, but there's just too much talent there. And so I think I think Mario, my team has benefited from injuries. And you're seeing Mario here, as long as Zeke is out, he's got already with Henry and Chubb, a possible three back attack that, you know, if it can carry through. Tough loss for Elijah. You know, he's five and five. This, this season, five and five, beautiful, right? I'm okay if I'm five and five. You want to be somewhere around 500, then there's four games left. You finish seven and seven and score enough points. You have a great point at make or a great opportunity to make in playoffs, but gigantic victory for Mario four in a row. He is now seven and three after he was three and three, right? We just talked about how Elijah's five. If you're 500, you got four to go. Mario was three and three with four, four games later. He's once uh, four straight and he is seven and three. So congratulations, Mario. They have him as the third seed. Let me just hit up that division real quick. You have Christian, who's nine and one, my team that's seven and three, and Mario that is seven and three. When this season started, you can go way back to the beginning, the first few podcasts we did. And as I talked about the division, I purposely said, when I heard I was in this division, when it came up, I said, okay, I, Mario was my biggest fear. Dino with uh, some decent depth. But Mario was like, man, he's got picks. He built from last year. I thought Mario would be the team to beat. Christian had a good team. I did not think at any time Christian would be this good. This division is the only division in the league where everyone is 500 or better. Everyone, right? Dino Dan, he's had multiple close losses. I know a lot of us have, right? Everyone has had those crazy one-point losses. Uh, But Dino, 5-5, he's the sixth seed. He'd be in the playoffs right now. Mario, 7-3, he's the three seed. Now, he's not the three seed. That's what's funny. I cannot think of a time that we've ever had one, two, and three. Now, the seeds are just based on records. But if you check playoffs, the buy team would be right now, I want to say, would be Matt. Matt's roster would because Matt is higher than Jacob in scoring. Matt's team's been on a tear. Uh, he's, he's six and four, but we'll cover that in a bit. We've never had four teams from the same division make playoffs. We have never been this close to having four teams from the same division make playoffs. I still say Elijah, possibly Brian, Eric. I want to say Nick and Austin. Austin is out, 100% out. I want to say Nick is teetering. He's the 10th seed, right? He's not up there in points. Like Eric is 300 points more than Nick. So you look at it, you go, oh, Nick's three and seven. Eric's four and six. He's right there. Mm, No. Not 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 when you're 300 points behind. So Eric, yes. Nick, no. So we can basically we rule out Austin. We can basically rule out Nick. Steve with his points scored. We can rule out Steve losing three. He was three and three. I want to say much props to Steve for some of the the players he drafted. He drafted some of the vets and they played really well. His team at, at some point when when you're three and three with that roster, that was um, a good job. Good job, and then then some of the things just didn't fall his way. He A couple of his losses, he went against teams that just were playing outstanding. You know, it's tough to get wins when you go out there and drop 160 and your opponent drops 200. So that's happened to him a few times. That's why he has dropped. But 
when it happens consistently as it has for him as he's lost three straight, then you're like, okay, you know, his, his, his roster is not one of the better ones you could see right now. He's only 1300 points. Um, but the fact that he had three wins at one time early in the season was at least it kept him in it and was exciting because this was a year to start like that, where it was like, if you had three wins after six games, you were okay. But that division, Dino Dan, you got you got one, two, three, and six. We've never had that this late in the season. This isn't like uh, you know, week five where it's like okay, a couple teams are three and two, and you know they've scored, they've had some hot weeks. It's early. You had a couple two hundred point games. We'll see if that holds up. We. It's just ironic that when I started, I thought with the Tech Mobile division, I said it could be Matt because he got to keep his his We kept his roster intact for him. I thought Matt, Brian, possibly with his draft picks, he's got a good depth roster, but uh, not no Justin Jefferson-type leaders, no Tyreek Hill, but he's got good depth. And he's had some tough games. Elijah, I still think, is a possible playoff team. Five and five, he's right there. He's the seventh seed. He's right behind Dino, basically just off of points, and he's only less than 50 points away from Dino. So he can easily still make the playoffs. And Matt's roster is looking really good. I think his team is going to make the playoffs. Most likely win that division. He There's four left. He's got to do three division games, and there's still Brian and Elijah who could catch him. Brian's only two back with four to go. So Brian could still win that division. He'd have to leapfrog Elijah and get some help. But that is possible as they get ready for division week after this week. And I have to fix the roster or the, the schedule, find out why, because Jacob and Dino do not play again this week. we got to find out. So hold your horses on who you play this week. Not everyone, but just a couple people. And I thought NFL 2K23 would be Mario, maybe Christian. Remember, I said possibly Madden 23 to start the season on paper was one of the greatest divisions we had seen. All four teams, I said, could have made the playoffs. All four teams, or three of the four teams did make the playoffs. Two of the four were in the championship last year, and one of them was on the verge of winning the regular season if he had not lost a last-second game to Eric and David Montgomery, which was Austin, and would have been the one seed. I mean, what a crazy season that was, and the fact that they were all stuck in the same division, and all of them had, Austin's had injuries, right? We know the great running backs he had. Injuries have totally plagued this season. Nick has just had bad luck. His team has not scored. They've not performed as well as they should have. He's had a few injuries, I think. And then Eric's team is, let me see, I think he's 18-27. Anyone giving up more points than 18-27? No. He is, let's see, points against Eric is number one. That's why. Because if you look at Eric, he's 17. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Eric is, is had scored more than six other teams. So that would mean, okay, he's right in dead middle in scoring. So you would think, okay, he's right on the verge of a playoff team. He still is. He's the eighth seed. He could still make it. He's four and six. He's right in it. And he's only two games back in the division. Don't forget that. You know, I, I did kind of say, I never buried it, but it looked like at one point when Eric's team was two and, what was he, two and four? Maybe even two and five. Yeah, he was two and five. And Jacob was six and six and one, right? Four games back. You're not going to see that happen. Eric wins uh, two out of three, while Jacob loses three straight. And now Eric is only two back with four to go. So that makes some for now. Eric is, I I want to say, 
Eric is two and one in division play. I know he lost to Jacob. I can't remember if he beat Austin and Nick, but that's going to come to come into play towards the end here. So Madden 23 division is still up for grabs. Jacob's roster still looks outstanding, but it's still up for grabs. Tech Bowl 23, who knows what? I mean, it's just it, the Madden or NFL 2K23. This division has had some major players with Christian and Mario. And my team has been a major benefactor to in, for, based on injuries. And Dino is now starting to suffer injuries. And then McCaffrey splitting with Elijah Mitchell was an absolute nightmare. I cannot believe that. McCaffrey should be out there way more than Mitchell. So let's get back to the games. Mario won. This was a game I would have hyped up and talked about just in the fact that it's Matt's roster going against Nick. What a week. You know, we just found out Nick's having a baby. Um, and he's going to have, you know, it's going to be named after his brother, Matthew. So that was emotional and that was awesome. And then they, here their team would have been playing this week. Matt's T comes away with the victory. Fitting, you know, beats Nick, the guy who's holding the trophy that is named after him. Uh, so that that's a, that's a big week for Matt's roster to, as he tries to make the playoffs. And then we go, well, what happens if Matt's team wins? Who gets the trophy? Well, obviously – and we're not going to ship it off or mail it around. It would probably just stay with Nick. I'd prefer just, and I don't even need it here. If that's if that's the case, Nick can keep it for another year. Maybe Nick's like, you know what? I don't want it here. I didn't win it. I don't want. I I, I need the space. Who knows? I don't know. Then if that's the case, he'll I'll bring it here, and we can put it, keep it on display here or something, or at least I know uh, it'll be well taken care of. Not that Nick wouldn't, but um, yeah. So th that's that's what'll happen with that. But big victory for Matt's team. And now we get to Christian against Austin. Austin's team at one point looked like they were going to win. The, he was playing so well. He falls to 1-9, 198. Christian almost breaks 200 again as his team is just outstanding. And Austin has lost nine straight. Nine straight. The guy who had won last year was going for quest for 13, right? He might be the first. Oh, no, he won't. Austin, take, take a, a deep breath. I was going to say, you might be the first guy in league history to have 13 losses. But no, we did have someone. Uh, season one, we only had six teams, so there was only two playoff teams. Or no, no, we played uh, 15 games. 15-game season. Now we do 14 uh, because we added one to the NFL season. But our first season, we did 15 games, and Jordan was 1-14. in 14. So you do not have that. But that was at a six-game season. That was the past era, right? Now, what do they call it? Modern era? This is, we're in the modern era. So in modern era, MWFL League, you would be the only guy with 13 losses. So you need to squeeze out a few wins here if you want to keep out of that. But it's just so wild what a season can bring. And it's not like you drafted bad. It's not like you sell, sold out last year and just had no picks. You've had some very unfortunate situations with injuries and bad luck and bad timing because you dropped 172. So let's look at that. You would have beaten one team, two team, three, four, five, six, seven. You would have beaten seven out of 11 because we're obviously not counting yourself. So seven out of 11. That's not a bad roster. That's just bad. Like we were talking about with Eric giving up the points. That is bad luck. So big win for Christian. You want it. These are the games Christian needs to win because in the past you lose those and you it's those are the ones that hurt the most to me. Losing to, if I lose to Christian and I go, oh man, he's nine and one, I lose to him. He's supposed to beat me. It's not as bad. You know, it's the ones where you go, me and Eric were talking about this. 
where it's like, man, you the ones where you go up and you go against the 0-4 and team, and they're, they're dead last in scoring, and then you just happen to, to lose that week. Those are the ones where you're just like, man, of all times, none of my guys could have stepped up. I couldn't have had ma- some major help, you know, dropped 200, right? I scored 200 the week before and lost, and now I, I score 125 and lost. You're like, just let me flip the weeks because I'd rather go one and one, you know? So that's the situation with uh, Christian there beating Austin. Let's see if I can see the players. Tua, the Dolphins, big performance. Christian Kirk, welcome back to being relevant. And it, I guess it's playing Kansas City, but he is he is the number one target there, and he should be. He's the number seven overall wide receiver, right? Top. So he is a wide receiver one. That was expected. Now, not by everyone, but anyone who knows they paid that money. He's the number one weapon there for Trevor Lawrence. That was that's a great most start, 21. Look at that. Jeff Wilson and Mostart, man, outstanding. But the, the Dolphins can put up that kind of passing attack and then let the guys run loose. Both 49er running backs just playing. I love Wilson. Well, I like Mostart too, but he's had some good games and some eh, okay games. Wilson so far has looked legit in that Miami offense. So that's a good pickup for Brian through the trade. At first it looked like it might have not worked out with McCaffrey going to San Francisco. And then it actually made it better because I think Wilson in San Francisco – he got a little bit of work. It just I, He was always good, never great. He would have an okay game. With Miami in two games, he's looked really good. So I like it. I like the way that's worked out. And then Brooks, monster game, 28 points for the win for Christian over Austin. Look to Austin if you want to make a deal. This is the trade deadline week. I believe this is – let me check. Yeah, this is the last week. He is shopping Jonathan Taylor. Um. I've done this in the past where I told you guys, hey, I'm putting in trades. I'm doing this. I have I have a deal on the table for Jonathan Taylor. I have, maybe Austin doesn't like it, and he'll just ride it out, or maybe he'll take it, or maybe he's waiting for someone else to make a deal. So if you want Jonathan Taylor, start po- ponying up the dough because if not, uh, the, not that I need him, but I know I know he's a free agent after this year. But, man, if, if you – can get a running back and try to add that depth because we've seen how injuries can just, I mean, Cooper Cup going down, things like that. It could just change in an instant. And I have four right now, four. Let me see. Do I have four? I thought I had four. Let's see. Foreman, Kenneth Walker, Ramonde Stevenson, three. A.J. Dillon. Uh, Dillon's okay. Dillon's worth more if Aaron Jones goes down. Um, but yeah, three good running backs. It wouldn't hurt to have another one. So just so you know, I am, I am Trent Austin and Jonathan Taylor are trending in our league. So go make a push if you want to go for them. Next up is Dino Dan. This of all the games, if I, I looked through them, there was two that I think were upsets this week, Brian over Eric and Dino over Jacob, nothing against Dino's team. But Jacob's team normally throughout until, let's see, is he miss? He, he, I don't think he has any injuries. Herbert getting hurt, but that wasn't like in the first quarter. He did get 10 carries. I'm looking at his team right now. He's Rondell Moore, Gabe Davis. I think, excuse me, I think he didn't play Gabe Davis and he played Herbert over because Gabe Davis has failed the last few weeks. Gabe Davis is a... I wouldn't call him so much as some fantasy experts call him a boomer bust. Like he's either going to go for 25 or he's going to go for three. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think he has 
potential for that. He has a high, very high ceiling where he can really go off as we've seen. But he's not Deshaun Jackson. I think he's he has he can get you nine points on average more. He can be a little more consistent, seven points, nine points, which it's like, okay, I can live with that when I have a good roster. And so it's hard. It's hard to want to bench Gabe Davis like he did. And then you see Herbert uh, only get nine. And then Justin Herbert, 14 points. Man, that's a huge letdown. I know the Niners defense is good, but that's prime time. You know, you think Herbert's going to go out there and get you 25 points, 30 points. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 24 points, not bad. You know, he needed 30. Let's see, how many times did Jalen Hurts go for 30 this year? One, two, three, four. I think he needed 35. So he, the last time he played Washington, he had 36. So I, there was a possibility he'd get it, you know. And uh, if Quez Watkins catches that ball in stride instead of diving to try to get the ball and then getting up and fumbling, if he catches it, just leans down a little, hauls it in with his hands and takes off. That's a touchdown, and this is a whole different game. This is – then the, the game is close. Hurts throws for more yards and another touchdown, and Dino really would have been sweating it. But let's talk about why Dino won. It's not so much Jacob did not score his normal average. It's also Dino still had a good performance. Kirk Cousins in that Buffalo game, outstanding. Connor, James Connor, said Connor. Welcome back, dude, to relevancy. This is – you know, that's last year I remember – he got, what was it, 15 or 16 touchdowns. I remember in a lot of teams, uh, I traded him if I had him. I only had one team where I still have him uh, in any league is because I just, he's not going to get 15 touchdowns. Now, I didn't think he'd get hurt, but I'm like, he's not going to go out there and get 15 touchdowns again, and that carried him. And this is why, games like this. He had two touchdowns this weekend, which was outstanding for him, even though it was against our Rams, but 24 points. McCaffrey, 17. Still not bad. You would expect more. Cooper Cup. I think if Cup doesn't get hurt, now Cup, like I said, he got hurt, I think, in the, let's see, how much of the game did he play? I can't remember. Yeah, he he played over half the game. Excuse me. So it's not like he didn't get, it's not like he got hurt in the first quarter like Jerry Judy or something. But still, only two points. Huge disappointment. Juju, the injuries like that, they, they hurt because then if the team is trying to catch up in garbage time, garbage time fantasy matters. That's what really kills. And... Cup and Juju were both out, so big loss right there for Dino as he tries to. As we look at his bench, he goes, okay, he's got Duvernay. Duvernay could be coming back, and that's it. I mean, if I'm Dino, I don't see his draft picks in front of me. Do you – Do you? he's probably going with the waiver wire right now. My guess is he's putting in a waiver claim. He probably should have. I know Jacob took him last week. I have no room because I thought of going for Darnell Mooney as well. Uh, and – um, it was a good grab. Mooney looks good. Let's see. He's on Jacob's roster. What did he do last week? Nine points. Four catches, 57 yards. Not bad. He picked him up. I think Mooney was a good grab. I thought maybe Dino. He didn't know he was going to have two injuries. I think Juju will be back soon. But Cup, who knows how long he'll be out. So to have someone like Mooney would have been nice. Maybe he's going. My guess is if I'm thinking like Dino, they're the Christian Watson, right? I still think Lazard is still going to – be the man. I don't think Watson's going to go out there. And now all of a sudden, first of all, if he does continue to be, he only had, what is it? Four or five targets. He didn't have like 12 targets, right? He did pull the Gabe Davis, right? Three, three catches, a hundred yards and two touchdowns. So will Watson get the, the usage? Will it increase? Will Aaron Rodgers trust him? I still think it's Lazard. I think it's Tunyon. I think it's Aaron Jones. 
I think Watson can go out there and go 25 points or Watson can go out there and get you seven. Okay. So, and I'm okay with that. If I lose, if I lost Cooper cup, Watson's a good grab. Uh, who else is another good one? Possibly. I don't want to say any names because I don't want people to say, Oh, no one grabbed him. And then you mentioned it and someone grabbed, picked him up. So I'm not going to say any more. Watson will 100% be gone. You know, 100% be gone off the waiver wire. So I could say his name. Someone else had a big game. I could, actually, there's several who had big games. Like I said, I don't want to say who's going to get who. But as as we go there, that's what Dino needs to do. He needs to go out there and use his waiver wire and get a good receiver that's available and then see if he's got anything to trade. You know, maybe he makes a move. Does Dino sit there and go, hey, you know what? I got a shot. Let's make a move. I'll trade. I'll do this deal. Anything I have left to try to, to throw and make a push. Or does Dino look at it and say, you know what? I'll grab my waiver wire guys. I'll ride out through the sunset. Go with my, who I got. I don't know if I can beat Mario. I don't know if I can beat. He already beat me. You know, I know my team's been hot, but you, you we've seen football. Look at Jacob. His team was hot and he lost three in a row. We know that, that things can flip on a dime. So that doesn't mean anything with injuries, bye weeks coming up still. Anything can change. Um, so Dino's got, but if he's looking at that going, well, you know what? Danny seems the number one scoring team in the league right now. I mean, I, I was, I think, 11th or 12th after the first three division games. You know, entering week four, I was 11th or 12th. I'm now number one based on the last, like, four weeks, the, t- the way my team has been scoring. And I'm just as surprised as anyone else. You know, it's it's not nothing like, you know, it's just like I said, everything just – the pieces just fell in place. This was not a year where I, I – in the past where I go, oh, you know, I got to get this guy. I got to get that guy. I wanted to get Kenneth Walker. I wanted to get Traylon Burks. I wanted to get um, uh, some of the players that I have. I wanted to go – I wanted, I kept Ramondi Stevenson. But I wanted to get these guys, and uh, I hoped it worked out. And it wouldn't have. I actually said, remember in the previous podcast, I said, hey, Kenneth Walker, I'm not trading him. He'll be good next year. And Rashad Penny always gets hurt. Maybe he'll get hurt. I had no idea it'd be for the rest of the season. And you would maybe get a few games with Walker. But Damian Harris getting hurt, that really helped. So things have just flipped my way. And they could flip like that. They can flip on a dime, and and I could be right back in the cellar. Uh, Most likely with seven wins already, probably a playoff team. Now it's just a matter of can I catch Christian for the division? Because that's what you want. We saw this with Eric and Austin last year. You want that division win. You want the bye week. You want to play the lower seeds. Every time, I've had this multiple times where I was the second best team, points and record-wise, and I had to play in the first-round playoffs, and I lost every single time. It's happened, uh, I want to say, three times. I know two for sure. Lost to Brian in the first round when I was actually the second best in record and points. And I lost to Dino the year that he was 10th in scoring. And I was the second best record in points and record-wise. And so I know the history that when you finish like that, it's tough. Austin had it last year. At least Austin got a victory and lost in the second round by one point to the eventual winner, Nick. So that's really tough. That's a tough road. But at least Austin got the win. So he didn't go through the same thing I did. But that's, that's happened. So I know it can be tough. So big victory for Dino to keep his season in it. We will see what happens with the trade Dino coming up. Will he make a push for Jonathan Taylor? Can anyone, or is he going to look for a wide receiver who's available? This one, oh my gosh, Brian with the victory over Eric. 
it looked like it, Brian was favored. Then I could have swore when I was checking throughout the day, Eric jumped back up and looked like Eric was going to get it. And then Brian jumped back again. Josh Jacobs, outstanding game. Let's see, what else was it? D-Hop, late, the later game, 19 points, good game against the Rams. Dalvin Cook in the morning, probably because overtime. But he had that huge touchdown run. And you can't take it away. You can't. But that huge touchdown run is really what helped propel him. If you take that off, like I said, you can't. That's just like taking something. Sometimes guys like Barkley, Cook, uh, Derrick Henry, they, they have the volume, but they have one gigantic run. So you can't really take it away. And Devin White, 26 points, right? That's the difference. 26, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons, just 10. So that's what's killer. P.J. Walker ended up – did he play the whole game? I thought he got hurt. No, he played the whole game. But six points, that was killer on Thursday Night Football because Eric didn't have any other quarterbacks. So he's like, okay, I'll play P.J. Walker. If you look at it, you're like, uh, who does he play? Do you put in Dawson Knox? Do you put in Slayton? Who, who's going to think Slayton's going to have a huge game like he did? I, I'm not thinking that. And what Walker just did to Atlanta? Yeah, I'm definitely playing him. Kadarius Tony, great game. 20 points for the Chiefs. Kyle Pitts, man. <sighs> Eric's probably like, you know what? I'm glad those contracts are expiring. Or that, that contract's expiring at the end of the year. Tyreek Hill, great game. 15 points. Not what we would have expected. You would hope Tyreek Hill would have came away with 25. Justin Jefferson, 40. Gibson, really good game. Montgomery, interesting story. Now that Herbert's out for the year, look for Montgomery to go back to possibly being a top anywhere from 14 to 11 running back now. So he can even be jumped into being RB1 conversation. Take that consideration. you got Aaron Rodgers. David Montgomery now is going to be the workhorse back. Aaron, uh, Gibson, who's been really consistent, way more consistent than I had expected, even with Robinson uh, back and healthy. Gibson has been what we were hoping they're getting him involved in the, the passing game, which is outstanding too. three catches, only 14 yards, but still three catches. That's nice. So Gibbs, he's got two good running backs. I'm not selling out on Jefferson and Hill. They're they're that I can't think of a combo I'd rather have than Jefferson and Hill. Right. sounds like a, 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 a rock seventies rock group, man, you get that new Jefferson and Hill album. That stuff is killer, man. Right. <laughs> uh, Kadarius Tony, can he continue this, right? Can Tony continue to be the guy who gets the carries, gets the receptions, does all the little trick plays? If he does, I cannot see Eric not making the playoffs, even though he's four and six. Brian, let's finish Eric. Maybe Eric makes a push for Jonathan Taylor, right? You go Montgomery, Gibson, Taylor, then you drop it. No, you don't even, you're not going to bench Jefferson or Hill. If, if Tony, uh, Kadarius Tony takes off, he's got all those set. Now it comes to the running backs. Maybe he goes, I'm good with Montgomery now. I'm good with Gibson. Or maybe he does push, make a push for Taylor and tries to get back to the championship like he did last year. It's harder when you're Eric or Brian to make those moves when you're four and six and you're both tied with each other. You're trying to surpass guys. Dino's six at five and five, but Elijah's seven at five and five. You know, they're all right there with you. It's much harder to make those deals because if they don't work out and the, they're expiring contracts, you're like, Man, I got nothing to show for it either way. That's the tough part. So then you you say, I think I think Eric is still safe, standing pat. I think his roster could make the playoffs, right? Elijah's, Dino's, Eric's. I think they're all pretty even, up and down. And Dino's struggling now, losing cup. We'll see what Dino does. But I actually, with this, I like Eric's more than Dino, and possibly Elijah more than Dino too. We'll see if Dino can hold up. 
let's get to Brian's team, right? Because he's right there with them. He's a little behind in points, but not too far. Wait, let me see. Where is he in points before I sound like an idiot? Yeah, 1546. He is still behind in points. But let's get to it. Russell Wilson, turd, 15 points. Yeah, Broncos country, let's ride. Josh Jacobs, we talked about Jacobs. Pierce is still a, a, a good running back. I'm not worried about Eno Benjamin going to the Texans. Pierce is their man. Hopkins, Smith, Schultz, Cooks, Pittman. Pittman's better with Matt Ryan back. Maybe they'll do better in that offense. White, he's going to have Deshaun Watson coming back. That's key right there. If Deshaun Watson can get any kind of momentum, if Brian can find a way to get right on the board of the playoffs or sneak in, Deshaun Watson is a gigantic wild card. Because now you go Russell Wilson or uh, Trevor Lawrence to Sean Watson. Because Trevor Lawrence had 24 points. He's better than Wilson. But you go uh, Watson, Lawrence, Jeff Wilson. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know Brian did this. Hey, what happened, cat? What did you do? Oh, I thought my cat did something. I thought Gracie did something. Yeah, if we look at this, I didn't even know. Pay attention. Brian had Jeff Wilson on his bench. Now, Brian, how are you going to do that, dude? Now, before anyone says, oh, really, Danny, like I knew, yes, I have Jeff Wilson in, I think, two, only two other leagues. Um, both of them, I had them on the trade block, and I was going to trade him, but no one ever made offers. He got traded to the Dolphins. Still, no offers. And he had 16 points last week. And then I had the choice of playing Wilson. Oh, who were my other options? A couple other decent options. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going Wilson. I played Wilson, and he did have 28 points for me in that league as well. And I'm like, yes, take the chance. He is playing outstanding. He's got the bye this week, so you miss out on him. But then at home against Houston, ooh, at San Francisco. That will be fun. Oh, I, that's got to be. I don't know if I haven't double-checked. That's got to be a Sunday night game. You have to flex that. At San Francisco, the Dolphins traveling across the coast. And you got both running backs, X49ers. I am excited to see. That'll be a game. And I will not work that night. I don't know. I do not work that Sunday night. I'm not. A side note for me, I will have a lot of free time coming up soon because uh, I get a three-day weekend coming up here Friday because I work so much Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then I work just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I don't work again until I think December. Man, I want to say December 5th, December 4th. So, yeah, I won't work again for a long time. So, um yeah, I'm going to have like a span of, geez, like 10, 11 days off. So I will get our videos done. I will get po multiple podcasts throughout the week. So get ready to get bombarded with a whole bunch of crap. But yeah, big victory for Brian to save his season, right? I think if Eric had won, uh, he would – has he scored more than Dino? 17-01, Eric has – yes, so only by 15. But Eric would have jumped over Dino for the playoff spot. That's how huge that game was. Eric would have went from uh, two and five to winning three straight and been five and five and been uh, or uh, winning three straight. Yeah. And being five and five and right back in the playoff hunt. He's still in the playoff hunt. It just, those are the games. The fact that he's just got to keep scoring points. Remember that's the huge part here is the tiebreakers are the points. We're not talking division. So just even in the losses, if you go out there and lose 200 to 203, Get that 200, man. You're really going to have the advantage over anyone else those last three weeks, right? Because everyone's got to play division games. And Dino's got to play. I mean, look at if – you're, if you're trying to surpass Dino, he's got to play Mario. 
the number three team ranked in the league. He's got to play me, the number two team ranked in the league. And he's got to play Christian, the number one ranked in the team in the league. We are, let's see, how many? There are only in the league right now three teams that have scored 1,800 points or more. Christian, myself, and Matt's team. And then Mario's right behind him with 1,762. So Dino's got to play some real tough opponents coming up. He's gonna If he gets in the playoffs, it's going to be earned. It's going to be great management, great choices, and some keen waiver wire or draft or trades. So I, that's it. I'm not going to talk about my game and Steve. Steve's team, like I said, Steve, 162. He's not listening, but 162. He could have beaten one, two, three, four teams. You know, not bad. He just went against a team that dropped 200 this week. Um so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. How long was it? 35 minutes. Good. I was trying to keep it kind of short. I wanted to finish before 11 o'clock. So I, I, have to, I have a base meeting in the morning. So I don't like to stay up super late on nights like this. I hope you guys have uh, a safe day. Um, hope you got the guys you want on waiver wire. I won't find out. I'll be asleep before midnight. Unlike usually when I'm finishing this. I've actually been finishing in the middle of a podcast and seeing the waiver wires. This is a rare time. Uh, that I'm going to finish tonight and not have not even see who it is until tomorrow morning. So hopefully you guys get everyone you want. Uh, Dino, I'm pulling for you to get somebody, a decent receiver out of there so you can try to make up for Cooper Cup. Uh, heck, shoot me up with an offer, right? I got, I got Curtis Samuel. I don't really want to trade George Pickens, but I would deal him away. Devontae Adams is going nowhere. He's still got a year left, and I have no desire to trade DK Metcalf. Even though at times he just disappears, he's he's got an elite body, but I think route running and some of his catching skills are not elite. Uh, his size makes and his athletic ability makes up for his lack of pure football skill. He's not a Larry Fitzgerald. Imagine if he had that skill with that body, he would be Calvin Johnson. Um, so, but I still love watching DK Metcalf and the Seahawks. Honestly, as much as I don't like the Seahawks team, I like a lot of their players and Geno Smith. Kenneth Walker and DK Metcalf have carried my team to where they are. So as long as Seattle continues to have good games, I will continue to uh, at least be competitive in some of my games. But yeah, hit me up if you got any deals. If you want Dino for Curtis Samuel or something, he is available. He's no Cooper Cup, but he is a guy who gets three or four handoffs, can get some rushing work. He's kind of like a poor man Debo Samuel. Heck, he's probably better than Debo, not skill-wise, but Debo's not getting used like he normally does since McCaffrey's there and uh, Ayuk is doing much better. Um, have a great day. Enjoy your time. Be safe. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I will be talking to you again soon. We will be doing another podcast. I want to see, I, I believe Thursday night I'll do it where we talk about this week's coming games. This time I will be doing it Thursday night because I'm off Friday so I can stay up later. So Friday morning, you will hear from me on our next podcast. Talk to you guys later. Peace.